Hello, Cornerstone. So good to have this opportunity to talk to you again. I want to read a scripture to start with. Um, we're in this great season. The reset button has been pushed. We're very aware of the mission we're on. I just want to talk a little bit about the kind of heart that we need at a time like this. And I know many of us, our hearts are crowded out with all kinds of pressures, fears, thoughts. Uh, we project into the future. We're battling with hope. Um, there's a lot on our plates. But in it all, God anoints us to be witnesses. He says that in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. And often when we think of that anointing with power to be witnesses, we have this kind of understanding of 220 volts flowing through me and signs and wonders and miracles at, at all times. When we look at the book of Acts, signs, wonders and miracles are there. <clears throat> but the greatest way I feel we make the gospel of God known is through love. Let me read John chapter 13. We remember in John 3 verse 16, <clears throat> God said, For God so loves the world that He gave His only Son. The motivation for salvation, the motivation for healing, the motivation for deliverance, the motivation to bring this world into the place it should be, it's love. So John 13 verse 34 says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. So the, the, the way in which we identify as believers, the way in which the world is going to look at us as we connect, as we relate to each other, it's going to be an example of love. So we will be known by our love, not by our criticism, not by our divided uh, divisions or our schisms, uh, but by our love, because we care for each other, we love each other. And so obviously out of this for me is love one another. Love, genuinely love one another. Look for opportunities to make a difference in other people's lives, um, you know, uh, impact through that love, kind words, kind actions, uh, whatever it is. But the way the body of Christ fits together, the very oil that oils those joints and makes it operate is love. Then reach out in love to a dying and hurting world. <clears throat> you see, we have this good news that needs to be shared. And that's what we're reaching out with. My life, because of the the, the love that is seen in my heart and my attitude um, declares a message of the good news, which is God's word of love to this dying and hurting world. So, you know, through these small acts of kindness, huge doors of opportunity open for the gospel. Let me just talk about some of them. Mow your neighbor's lawn on the pavement. Like, wow. You know, like we're listening to a pastoral update about mowing lawns. You know, sometimes that little act has a way when it's kind of, when it's genuinely done in love, that it opens a door for us to speak to somebody about the Lord. Take somebody a meal. Uh, look for opportunities to serve. If you can anticipate something and your response to that need for a neighbor unsolicited is to love them in a very practical way. And suddenly we're sitting in someone's lounge and we're talking to them about the gospel. Uh, if we look carefully, 
if we keep our ears open, if we just anticipate enough, we'll find great opportunities to make a difference through love. So I want to encourage us. I was kind of recently reading through, um, you know, the kind of John at the end when Jesus says to Peter, do you love me than all of, more than all of these? They just caught this big haul of fish. In other words, all this prosperity that you now have, you can sell these fish and you can, you know, kind of get some money and so on. Do you love me more than all of these? And he asks him three times because he wants Peter to be totally, totally sold out to the principle of God's love. And you know what? It's, it's a strange thing for us to love a world that is unlovely, to love people that are kind of closed to love. Love melts hearts. Love finds a way in. And often it's through these very practical ways of giving and being generous. Why not the next time that you go for a meal, instead of sitting there with your calculator and kind of you know, working it out to 10% exactly, Look for a way to bless. What about the guy who fills up your tank with petrol? What about, you know, giving him something and saying thank you and, you know, just smiling? Uh, through all of those, eventually we get opportunity because already we're starting to give out. And the gospel is freely you have received, freely give. So I encourage us with that love. It's a new commandment that we live under and what a privilege it is. I'm sure you were all... Uh, excited to see our upcoming church plant in KwaZulu-Natal. Looks like it could be Belito or somewhere around there with Nick and Shane Maritz. Um, I just want to encourage us a way to respond to that. This church believes that the way we obey the Great Commission is to plant New Testament churches in every village, in every town, in every country, amongst every people group, it's the best way to make disciples of nations. And so here we have this young couple with two kids, great job in Joburg. Uh, they're new on eldership. They're excited about their future, but they know that God has spoken to them. So I want to help us get on board. Pray. Pray and pray have got to be the ways in which we respond. Pray for them. Pray for the door to open. Pray for the people they're going to meet down there. And then, of course, pray. What is my part in all of this? Um, send them words of encouragement. Find out ways you can give into that situation. It's important that we support them in what they're called to do. And you know what? God could speak to you into the future to go and assist them in some way. Visit them uh, when you're off on your holiday to Derbs to encourage them. Uh, remember, they plant, but we support them in what they're called to do when they plant that church. I tell you, especially pray for the ground to be ready for seed to be planted and the harvest to come in. And then lastly, uh, I want to continue with last week's encouragement. Please book for one of our many, many Sunday morning meetings and our midweek prayer. Not all sites run the midweek prayer, but all sites are busy with Sunday morning meetings, in-person meetings. And so I would encourage us, challenge the status quo, but please book ahead so that we know how to kind of work our resources but I do encourage us to get involved that way. Uh, yes, we do still record. It comes out later. But there is nothing like gathering together uh, in the flesh. Uh, each time the incredible things are happening in worship, um, man, just to see each other's faces is very encouraging. So I encourage you that way. And then keep praying for us for our way forward. We as elders appreciate your prayer. 
Um, you know, with the, the lockdown and the resets and the re-emphasizing of some things that needed to be re-emphasized, the pruning that is taking place, uh, we trust in God that we'll be able to lead this church in the will and purpose that He has. We want to know what Jesus is saying to us, what Jesus is doing, so that we can get behind that. Thank you, guys. Have an awesome week.